The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Might Be Brews, episode 56. It's a podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. My name is John. With me, as always, Mr. Steve. How you doing? So I smoked ribs on Monday. Had a little bit left over that the wife took to work. Gave them to one of her friends, and she loved it. Guess what she asked? What? She asked if it was a chicken rib. Really? Have you ever eaten a chicken rib in your life? No, no. Chicken she needs, she needs, she needs shame. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, with us tonight, we've got our special guest, Jeff Norman. Everybody knows him as the Brewfest King. But Jeff, thanks for hanging out. Uh, before we get started here, let me get into a couple of things. Uh, make sure you check out mbnnetwork.com. Also, uh, look for the MBN Network mobile app is now out and free. You can get all the content there. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to us on YouTube. We're live on YouTube right now, as well as Facebook, as well as all the other great content that we have coming out yesterday in five minutes, review or preview. Uh, also, make sure you check out our sponsors, Unomia CBD. E-U-N-O-M-I-A-C-B-D.com and our newest sponsor, Linode.com. Accelerate innovation with Linode's affordable, simple, and accessible Linode cloud solutions. Go to Linode.com slash MBN, create an account, and get a $100 credit. L-I-N-O-D-E, Linode.com slash NBN. So, guys, what's going on? What up? You want to uh, crack a beer real quick? Let's do it. Let's do it. How's my level sound? Do I sound all right? You sound all right. All right. I'm like always worried like it sounds every time like I, we, we keep switching up equipment, you know, every so often and doing things a little bit different. And then I feel like I'm not sure if I can hear myself that well or if you sound right or the music was too loud. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. Yeah, <laughs> fix it in post. So, Jeff, uh, what are you sipping on there? Uh, I got the uh, Levante Hop Cartel Alcinco delicious as always yeah i haven't had that one yet i love the hop cartel that uh that series is is awesome but i I don't think i've had that one yet is that that's a different like variant right yeah it's a it's like an orange can uh they were nice enough to give me a four pack of this when i did my uh, als challenge at levante a couple weeks ago so uh it's delicious it's really good that is awesome so jeff um that's a lot of the reason why we wanted to bring you on is if anybody hasn't been watching, uh, make sure that you're following Kenneth Brewfest on the um, on all social media, but also Jeff, look him up. What's your Instagram, Jeff? Uh, at KSQ Domer. Okay. KSQ Domer. D-O-M-E-R, right? D-O-M-E-R, yeah. Gotcha. So following you on social media, I noticed that you started you know, if everybody remembers the ALS challenge, right, where everybody was doing the ice bucket challenge, that was for ALS, right? Yes. So um, five years ago, I think. Yeah, exactly. It's been a while and it was kind of neat. I saw it. I said, oh, man, you know, what's Jeff up to? And um, I saw you having beer dumped over your head. So why don't you talk about a little bit of the backstory, um, why you started doing uh, this social media campaign and how it's benefit or what it's what it's doing? Sure. Uh, in uh, April of 2020, my sister, Kim Grimes, was uh, uh, diagnosed with ALS. And uh, ever since, I've just been really trying to figure out some way to help her and her family, uh, along with her uh, adult sons. Uh, we came up with the idea of just starting a GoFundMe page uh, for her. Uh, and you can go to that uh, if you just Google search Kim Grimes ALS uh, GoFundMe challenge, it'll pop up for you. Uh, and if you read some of the background, uh, it's incredible. But the 
the typical ALS patient basically incurs $1.5 million in medical cost. Holy cow. For a single crazy. Yeah. And uh, there have been a few studies. We have a linked article on her uh, GoFundMe page that talks about individual families usually end up incurring about nine to 10% of that cost. So, you know, we're looking at a $150,000 number uh, for my sister and for all other families that are, uh, you know, have someone suffering from ALS. So it's a devastating number. And, uh, you know, one that, uh, you know, my sister and brother-in-law probably can't really handle. So, uh, so I decided to start this challenge and John, you're right. You know, I thought back to the ALS ice bucket challenge and what people did is, you know, they poured uh, buckets of ice water over their head and then right. they challenged three people to do the same thing. And if those three people didn't do it, they had to donate money to ALS. So I, I wasn't really, it, it, that didn't seem like the proper venue for me to go. So, uh, what I decided to do was uh, reach out to obviously my vast list of brewers <laughs> right. and breweries because of running the Kenna Brew Fest and the Kenna Winterfest. And uh, so I reached out to them for with this idea saying, look, I'd love, you know, I'd like to come to your brewery, uh, have anybody who wants to, or I can do it myself, pour beer over my head and that was my challenge but then challenge the audience to just go to my sister's GoFundMe page and make a donation if they can you know uh, and the the other real reason was you know we all have our network of friends and whatever, whatever we have but I knew this was like a network of eyeballs that I couldn't reach otherwise and that just was the most important thing to me it was like Okay, if, if I, you know, if I pour beer over my head at this brewery, they have, you know, 7,000 followers. <clears throat> They're going to post it on social media. The Kenneth, Brewf- uh, the Kenneth Brewfest itself has close to 10,000 followers. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so really the effort was eyeballs. I, I just, you know, I had to make people aware of what my sister was going through. And quite frankly, whatever we raise, if as a family they don't use all the money, then we'll donate the rest of that money to ALS. <clears throat> so hopefully, other than just for helping my sister, it's also, you know, it's just, again, an awareness campaign uh, to let people know, you know, the devastation of the disease and the cost of uh, living with and dealing with the disease. Yeah, that's a lot. I had no idea that it, it was expensive or cost as much as it did. But I mean, it's kind of neat because it's also a lot neater or a, a much more unique idea than just, you know, sharing the GoFundMe on a Facebook and Instagram account to actually have a campaign and an activity to, to help spread the awareness uh, is, is a really good idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I, on some level, I, I just felt like I had to make it entertaining. You know, everyone who's on GoFundMe, certainly, as you're mentioning, John, they somehow want to make their page stand out uh, and attract, uh, you know, views from people. So, uh, you know, it's not a new idea, uh, but it was a perfect idea for for what I'm involved with, with the festivals. So, uh, you know, just the idea of having beer poured over my head just made complete sense. And... I thought I was going to go to these breweries and like pick up beer and pour it over my own head. But interestingly, everyone at the brewery seems to take great pleasure in pouring the beer over my head. So <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Not, I'm not sure what that says, but, but uh, they're having a pretty good time dumping beer on me. So I'm sure you'll find plenty of volunteers that are willing to dump beer over anybody's head. Well, that's true too. Yeah, of course. I don't think I've and, actually, and I don't know. go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I don't know if you saw or not, but uh, actually Major League Baseball just had Lou Gehrig Day on the June 2nd. So just a, just a couple of days ago, MLB was putting yeah, out a lot of stuff. Yeah, a New Orleans Saints player. I forget his name, uh, but he, he has a, 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 a big charitable organization for ALS patients. Uh, I think he was at the Cubs game, but I know he played for the Saints. I, uh, Gleason, I think his last name is Gleason. Mm. 
I saw that on Sports Center, and uh, and yeah, you're 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 absolutely right. So that's happening right now as well. So I have a couple questions. I saw you going to the different breweries and having the beer dumped over your head. What what is that like? And it, I thought maybe you might have done a few breweries in a day. So what what is the the logistics like of uh, you know completely soaking your clothes and then being at another brewery in an hour? Yeah, well, for me, it's uh, it, it's certainly it, I mean it, it's sort of limited to a weekend activity. Sure. Uh, you know, I have a real job just like you guys. And, uh, and, uh, interestingly enough, my, my wife, uh, works a call schedule at her hospital on Saturday. So we're pretty much limited to Sundays. She's been my, uh, hi Lori. She's been my videographer. And, uh, so I, so I try to line up people geographically, Sure. you know, so that I can hit, you know, like I did Westchester the one weekend, I did Kennett area, uh, one weekend. And, uh, uh, you know, that way I can tick off a bunch of people in like a two to three hour time frame. And quite frankly, I, I pack up like three backpacks full of changes of clothing yeah. and towels. And uh, at every spot I am, I jump in the bathroom and like do a rinse down. Or if there's a full bathroom in the brewery, I've jumped in a shower or two. And I change my clothing and head to the next site. So, <laughs> kind of how it goes. <laughs> That's a lot of work, and and it's awesome that you know you put so much effort into uh, spreading the awareness. That's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, uh, well. So certainly, my my main goal is to help my family and my sister, but it does reach beyond that. I mean, a lot of, you know, a lot of people are very involved with ALS and. And my sister actually has a lot of support from uh, the ALS Foundation, uh, as does everyone, I think, who's been diagnosed with the disease. But uh, but this this is a way for me to try to do something to help her. Yeah, that's great. Mr. Steve, I don't know. Sure. Mr. Steve, I don't know if you have the ability to, to do it, but if you can find it, maybe that link somewhere and share it in the chat, that'd be awesome. And then... Uh, do you want yeah, to uh, do you want to give the news, Mr. Steve? Yeah, um, Jeff, we wanted to a first thing we want to do is get all of our listeners to uh, to head over to your sister's page. So I just Googled it really quickly. Kim Grimes uh, GoFundMe page and, and it popped right up. Um, so we want to tell all our viewers, all our listeners, get over there. Five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 80 bucks. 700 bucks whatever you can give uh i know it's going to be greatly appreciated by uh by all your family um oh, absolutely then, i really appreciate that you guys and and yeah i think that's that's hopefully part of the uh sort of joy of doing these videos is you know i hope a complete stranger just looks and says uh, i don't know this guy's an idiot but uh, <laughs> he's trying to help his sister here's 10 bucks you know and that would be great i mean that would just be fantastic uh, or, you know, or if you do know me, hopefully you can, you know, maybe make a larger donation. Uh, you know, uh, we're obviously asking for prayers as well. Uh, but, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's not like I want anyone to feel obligated to donate. But, you know, if you are able, please go to her site and do so. That would be fantastic. And, and so I appreciate I, you guys having me on to talk about it. So I just dropped the, uh, the link into the comments there so people can click right on there. The other thing, Jeff, we wanted to tell you is from John, from myself, from the from the Might Be News Network, from the show, we got two hundred dollars coming to your GoFundMe page. It'll uh, it'll pop up here in a little while. That's fantastic, give us, guys. Give us a little time, but that's going to be coming for you. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're we're so happy to yeah, help, and it's it's, it's amazing just uh, what you, you know, the amount of work you put into um, to do so much with the Brew Fest with your sister. You know, you just are, are uh, anybody that knows you, I think, can tell that you're a great guy. And, um, you know, you're always a very selfless person putting a lot of work in to help, you know, certain foundations or whatever it is. So as soon as we saw this and it had to do with family, uh, we were excited to find a way to help out. And, um, you know, so, yeah, you know, we wish wish everybody the best of luck. And um, the, the link is now down there in the chat. So if anybody... Uh, can uh, donate or do anything, please click that link and, and do what you can. And uh, everybody really appreciates it. Yeah, I think I just saw one pop up. Thank you. I think it was Brett or something popped up uh, on 
my screen. I don't know if it was from watching this, but it's like I get a GoFundMe notification. Oh, nice. Yeah. Brett Kill. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's our buddy Brett. Yeah. That's fantastic. And, 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 you know, I just hope, you know, in 23 years, if you've ever come to the Brewfest or if you've ever come to the Winterfest for nine years and you had a good time, uh, you know, maybe I don't want you to feel obligated, but, you know, maybe you'd have a, a just a sense of I always have a good time at that guy's events and I'd really like to help out. So that's my sort of tugging at your heartstrings a little bit. Sure. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. And of course, you guys are always welcome. We'll always set up a table for you guys to broadcast live. Uh, which, if you don't mind giving me a minute to segue, yeah, please. Uh, tentatively, uh, because I think we, as a country, need to see how the summer goes. But uh, it looks like no more, no more cases. We're going to go live on uh, October Saturday, October second. Nice, sweet, okay. Brewfest. So October second. We'll yes. keep an eye out for it. That's awesome. That's very exciting stuff. I that, That's yeah, one of my... Have, you know, we have a, a couple more planning meetings, but I've been in touch with all the brewers, telling them to hold the date. And again, you know, well, I think we'll just have to watch how things progress with larger crowds throughout the summer. But, uh, but we are definitely planning to be back outside in October. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exciting. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait either. That's great news. Get your vaccines, people. I want to drink beer outside around people. Yes. Get your jabs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I think that's just the responsible thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Jeff, man, you're, you're always super supportive of the show. We appreciate everything that you do for us and, and help us out. And, and we're happy to try to do our best to return the favor whenever we can help promote things. And this was a no brainer. But, um, you know, thank you for everything that you're doing. Best of luck uh, to you and your sister, you know, all, all the prayers and, um, you know, anything that you need, let us know. But we're looking forward to seeing you and talking to you again soon. Let's try to let's try to circle back and do something again in um you know, maybe September or something like that and just promote the brew fast again, even sure, if we no, do a little spot. Yeah, no, like I said, you guys uh, definitely have a spot to broadcast live if you'd like to uh, on October 2nd. And uh, and again, if you have any list listeners uh, in the Wilmington area, uh, this Sunday I'll be at Wilmington Brew Works and Belfont Brewing uh, starting at Wilmington Brew Works at like noon and then probably at Belfont by one o'clock. So okay. if you want to come and cheer me or heckle me or <laughs> you're over my head and you're in the Wilmington area, pop on by. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, if uh, I've had some good cheering sections so far, so it's been really cool. It's been really, yeah, <laughs> nice. At least warn him. Warn him before you dump the beer, at least. Let him know you're coming. Yeah. <laughs> I can see people just coming up and just chucking beer yeah. right over oh, yeah. top of I, you. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Make a donation, you know, pour anything you want over my head. <laughs> That's awesome. Great attitude to have. Jeff, thanks again for hanging out with us for a few minutes. Uh, we always appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk again soon, all right? All right, guys. Thanks, right, Have a good night. Thanks, of course. Thanks, thanks so ya. much again. Really you got it. it. <laughs> good night. No problem. Let's see if uh, if Fish hops on. Let's talk about Thompson Island. I, I want to give Thompson a shout-out. Um, we got hooked up on social media recently. And, um, you know, they're, they're so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out in Delaware on vacation and they're 20 minutes up the street and I've been there a few times and, um, I went there, uh, I don't know, whatever day it was, maybe a week or two ago and, and met with their marketing person and they were really nice and it was a good time. But anyway, um, we're, we're hopefully going to have them on as guests, but, um, they gave me a couple, uh, a couple, uh, tasters to try out and a couple beers, you know, and I wanted to make sure I brought some back to you so that we could, uh, we could try them out and, um, give like a little review. So I see they're in Rehoboth. Yeah. I kind I kind of know Rehoboth where in Rehoboth are they uh, on that mean drag? Yeah. So if you're, if you're coming down route one and you start coming into, you know, you, you first hit the Lewis area. And you keep mm -hmm. going, you start getting to Rehoboth, and then there's a split where you stay left to go toward uh, Rehoboth Beach, or you go right to go to Dewey. Right. right you go left like, if, like you're going to Dogfish. Yes, exactly. Um, okay. But if right before the split on the right is Thompson Island. 
and it's a big, beautiful building. Um, everything's new and the food is incredible. I've been really, really impressed with the food. I had, uh, they had this thing going on where they were doing like these stouts, they're doing stout variations and they did stout, um, what do you call it? Like tastings with, um, uh, with donuts. So like you could get like two or three stouts and then they would also give you like two or three donuts to pair with them. It was really cool. I will wholeheartedly support donuts and beer yeah, for real so i don't know but but the beer that they're probably one of my favorites there's a lot of good stuff going on in here like you got a big oyster nearby dogfish of course is the og uh, i was up in maine well, well we can talk about maine stuff but i did not see sam calagione like yeah. i hoped i would <laughs> i was like maybe there's a chance <laughs> i'm gonna run into him again um, dude those pictures from maine it's just so beautiful up there it's crazy, man. It really is. It's 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 like it angers me how pretty it is up there. Yeah, even even like a lot of those pictures are like gloomy, cloudy weather, but it's just beautiful. It's so different because like I don't know what happens or or what's like the deal with the earth, but like you you when you're on the beach in like anywhere else, it's sand and then like the further north you get, it's just like rock structures like there's just giant rocks instead. Maybe if a geologist is in the chat, they can let us know. But <laughs> I don't know if that's the case. Yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath on that one. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Craig. Great guy. Uh, hope you're doing good, man. Um, I love that dude. Every I, I don't hang out with him that often, but every time we chat, he's a great guy. Shout out Mario also. He was uh, with us um, in the chat. I worked with the head chef when he was at Victory. Lou's a great guy and makes great food. I don't know if I missed something in the chat or not, but. Uh, it might be the uh, Thompson Island chef that he's talking about. Oh, I worked with the head chef when he was at Victory. Okay, so maybe Lou has something to do with. Uh, let me know about that, Mario, in the chat. If you're talking about Thompson Island. Um Kind of missed that. Hey, we've got a uh, another guest here. Let's see, uh, fish from New Jersey. What's up, fish? Oh, give me an. Right, there we go. There's some audio. What Yo, up? So, what are you? Uh, I thought you were going to be at a, at a beer fest right now. Maybe did, did that? Did plans change? Yeah, I panned it out. <laughs> this weekend is. Uh, <clears throat> there's three sessions. Uh, there's a session tomorrow night and two on Saturday for the Atlantic City Beer Festival. And tonight is the kickoff party that's hosted by the uh, um, New Jersey Craft Brewers Group um, at the Tennessee Avenue Beer Hall down there. But uh, okay, yeah, I didn't go. <laughs> so how far are you from AC? I could probably be in AC in like thirty minutes. Oh, that's incredible! That's dangerous. I'm, I'm, it's, 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 I'm right <laughs> off the highway. I can be nice. there. Yeah, yeah really super fast. fast. A little bit quicker if uh, if you you know hit eighty five the whole time. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. No, I, I'm I'm pretty close. I'm very, I'm very close to AC. So well, fish, you're uh, definitely one of my favorite people in the world, and uh, I really wanted to give you a big birthday shout out on the show because your birthday was what uh, earlier this week? Or was it last week? Uh, it was on Saturday. Okay, yeah. So uh, yeah, we're not quite a week a week past. So. Yeah, happy birthday, man. Happy birthday, Toast. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate Cheers, it. buddy. Yeah, absolutely. There's Laura checking in. Fish, there's a new brewery Fish. down by AC. I think they're by AC. I think they're called The Seed. That's in AC. Uh, I've, I've yep. heard good things. I've heard I lots of two. good things. Um, they literally just opened within like six months ago. Yeah. Uh, they're called The Seed, a living beer project. And Interesting. I haven't had any of their stuff. Uh, a couple of people that I know on Facebook have had their stuff and they've liked it. But um, I'm always hesitant for someone to, you know, come out of the gate all, you know, and, and, and all hyped up. So I, I'm curious to, you know, see what it tastes like. So Mario says he'll be at the Saturday afternoon session. Oh, nice. Maybe cool. You guys can hold hands and make out or something. Yeah. <laughs> High five, Mike yeah. and Bruce. It's the, that's typically inside the uh, AC Convention Center near the train station. Yeah, I've but been there before. This year. But this year they moved it out. They moved it outside, you know, months ago. Yep, sure. To make up for COVID so they could have it. You know what I mean? Yep. So now it's just playing out where Jersey's now open just about um, in most places. 
you can walk up to the bar, you can sit there, you can order, etc. And um, now it's just working out great where most people over here, a lot of people have their shots. And right. now we have this outdoor festival. It's at uh, Bader Field, which is a little airport down there near AC. Nice. Um, it's near, there's a, um, one of the flyer skate zones is right there. As okay. well as a, um, a minor league, what used to be a minor league baseball team. Nice. But that, that's, they don't play their baseball there anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's at Bader Field, it's outdoors. Um, you know, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a nice form. It's gonna be hot as hell this weekend. Yeah, it is. But actually, you know, AC by the ocean would be probably like ten degrees cooler. Hopefully, you know? yeah. It's it's looking like 80, 88, 90, You know, the next couple of days down here. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Time. I'm not yeah. I'm not going. But that's no. fine, so. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually going a little charity walk on Saturday. So nice. Well, well, what are you sipping on? Anything? Yeah, I am. Um, so me and my wife picked this up the other day. This is uh, this is really kind of like one of the the very popular sours here in South Jersey. It's it's a watermelon sour, okay, made by Hidden Sands, which is actually down near Atlantic City. Nice. And um, it, it's it's really good. <laughs> I have to say, it's like one of the few beers that Danielle, my wife, will actually drink. Yeah, well, so, that's awesome. Um, I said, yo, I said it, it just ran out like last like two weeks ago. It's coming out again. You better get your butt in there. And she picked up three, four packs, uh, what, two days ago. <laughs> so oh, she said awesome. for a year. For <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was just talking with somebody recently where they were saying, like, yo, I can't wait for the, um, you know, the, that tide to turn where all of the, the old school traditional styles come back. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, at the same time, you know, people rave about, you know, kettle sours and, and they've been around for a while, but, you know, fruited sours and these hazy New England IPAs, like you can't be mad that like for me, I'm excited that not only do I like those beers, but two, they bring more people into the breweries and like people like Taylor or my brother Nathan and his girlfriend, um, you know, the, the, it would be hard to get them to go to a brewery or they would they would not like it if I was like, oh, I want you guys to check this place out. But, you know, they're really into the sours and they've gotten so popular. There's three sours, four sours on like every brewery's menu, it seems like, um, at least down in this area. There's there's plenty to choose from. And especially in the summer, people love them. And, and I'm glad that more people are able to get into liking craft beer because there's more um interesting styles and things that are more approachable right yeah over here you know the kettle sour is pretty is pretty popular yeah um, a lot of places have two to five on tap different styles sure variants and it's like you said i think it's bringing a lot of people in yeah you know the the, the beer guys who you know like the ipas and the box the pilsners you know you know they'll still come in but now more of their friends are going to be willing to come in who might not be, you know, beer people. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, You're right. Mr. Steve. Yeah, sorry, yeah. go ahead, Fish. Sorry. No, it's okay. Mr. Steve, what do you think about the um, the Thompson Island? Did we really dig into, like, how you feel about it? We didn't yet. I was actually, as you two were talking there, I was just looking at their menu. I didn't realize they have, like, others people, other people's beers there, too. Yeah, I think they do have a, a guest yes. guest taps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they have a tap. They have like uh, bottles in their cellar that you can get some uh, some gays, some creeks, some all kinds yeah. of stuff over there. Yeah, I kind of forgot that, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, the the food's awesome. Like he was saying, the guy Lou or whatever down there is um, is fantastic. But like, yeah, the, I don't know. Their, their fried chicken is crazy. Like they just they crank out really good food. I'd recommend anybody that comes down to this area to definitely try them out. But that's the other thing too, is like the beers are really good. This IPA um, to me is like really hitting the spot right now. And sometimes like what's tough is like we're spoiled. So like I'll drink like some kind of crazy world-class hazy thing and then have something that's like a normal local one. And it's like, Oh, it's, you know, it's pretty good. It's, it's doing okay. And then like tonight this thing's, you know, knocking my socks off. It's great. I think it's be a good uh, a good beach one because it's not overpowering. It's not just hops on tops of hops, but it's just got a nice balance to it. It's it's really fresh. 
I could see myself out on the on the beach with those guys. Yeah. Do you want to? Um, are you still working on yours? I'm like kind of already ready to crack another one. Oh, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm I trying to decide that. if I want to do the stout or uh, or go to something else. I got like a little light sour. You do what you do. You yeah. So I'll tell you guys um, a little bit about vacay, right? So I started off the week and drove to Maine. But if I drive to Maine, it's like a good nine hours to where I'm headed, right? So. What I do is um, I'm lucky enough with work that I've got a bunch of like uh, hotel points and stuff racked up. So we stayed overnight somewhere in Massachusetts, spent the night. Uh, I, I wish I could think of what the name of that restaurant was. I think it was called The Local. And it was in, um, oh, I'll never remember it. I think it was in uh, Waltham, Massachusetts. So not like anybody's ever going to be there, but that it was the best restaurant, the best food. I had a couple local Massachusetts breweries I'd never heard of. They were pretty good. The, 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 the guy, the, the server was amazing, but he had no idea. Like I was like, all right, both of these are IPAs, but do you have any idea what kind or like whatever? And had no clue. So I got one that was like a West Coast and one was a hazy. They were both great. But um, so we spent the night there. Then we get up to, to Maine and... Maine is such a weird thing. So, like, to kind of give people an idea, if anybody's interested, we've got this. My my grandparents, my great-grandparents started this, like, cottage that's on an island in Maine. And I know that it sounds, like, fancy, like we're on, on this, this private island or something, right? But, like, it's literally, like, this constructed in, like, the late 1800s, early 1900s. There's no electricity, there's, you know, propane lights, uh, propane refrigerator. Like, I didn't even know you could run a refrigerator on propane. I'm still not sure how it works exactly, but uh, it does its thing. And um, we're using, like, rainwater for plumbing. You know what I mean? Like, we capture rainwater. Like, it's really crazy, but, like, it's it's a nice-sized house, and you're on an island, like, out in the middle of nowhere. So it's one of those things that's, like, a great way to disconnect and just, like, because um, you have no, you have no choice. Yeah, exactly. There's no TV to watch. You couldn't do do it if you wanted to. There's like limited cell phone service because you're out in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? And um, you know, so you have to take a little skiff, little boat, and you take that out to the um, to the island. And I brought the kids and everything. Um, they had a great time. And uh, so anyway, but but what's crazy is like you have to bring everything with you. Like you can't be like. Ah, let's go to the beer store or like, let's go like grab some steaks for dinner. You have to plan how long you're going to be there and like bring everything in a cooler, bring all like whatever you need. Cause you're taking a boat there and like it, it's a, it's a pain in the butt to go back to the mainland, you know? So you don't want to do it unless you really have to. What are they doing? How far away was the nearest store or gas station? No, there's, there's, yeah, once you get, so there, there is nothing on the island except for like 20 houses. So there is no gas station, nothing like that. Like what's crazy is like you bring the boat over, you unload your groceries and your bags, and then they have like this community like gator that like everybody can use. Like you, you load all your stuff up in it and you drive that over to the house and unload your stuff. And then you go, um, but yeah, like you really can't do anything. You have to like take the boat 20 minutes back to the mainland, get in your car and then drive another 10 minutes or 20 minutes to get to like a gas station or a convenience store or something like that. But but it's really cool. It's really nice. Like it's beautiful. You have like incredible views, like just looking out of the house. The 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 family's cottage is called um, Sunrise Cottage. I think that's what it's called because it's um, it's the most it's on the eastern side. And it's the most easterly cottage on the island. So, like, you get the um, the sunrise. And you have to check out some of the pictures I posted. But there's this, when you look out our windows, there's this island across from us that has, like, six trees and one house. <laughs> and it's so crazy. Like, that itself just looks like the craziest house. Uh, I think it's called Tulip? Tulip? Turnip? Turnip. It's called Turnip Island, I think. But uh, really cool stuff. But so, yeah, we spent a couple days up there. And then when we left, we went to Booth Bay Harbor, which is kind of like more of a touristy town in Maine. So we, we brought everything back, loaded up the van. We drove over to this neighboring town and uh, hung out there, had lunch, just kind of walked around and 
um, enjoyed the town a little bit, you know, tried to search for Sam Calagione from Dogfish Head. And um, I, I, I swear, like, I saw him there, like, a couple years ago, like, as, like, a drive-by. Like, I just saw him standing outside somewhere, and I'm like, man, this mother effer goes up here. And uh, so I haven't seen him or whatever, but I'd love to, like, that's, like, that's become, like, my dream interview now. Like, I just want to talk to him and be like, do you go to Booth Bay? Like, that's all I want to know. I, I'm not I, like, I, great, great, great job building an incredible brewery that you sold for 300 million. But do you go to Booth Bay? I swear I saw you at a Napa one time. I can totally see you being like Chris Farley. Like, <laughs> you go to Booth Bay? That yeah. was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I, would, I would completely, uh, you know, shoot, shoot the bed if, uh, if that happened. But. I don't know what, what beer am I opening here. Whatever you want, uh, you want to do. Let's do the stout, the Thompson Island stout. Yeah, let's do that because. Uh, so I'm, I was kind of excited about this one. You you can probably show it to the camera better. You should see my setup, right? It it looks weird because I'm on the couch and all that, but I've got my camera over here with the light on, but I have my computer plugged into the TV. So you guys are on. I'm like doing fish level, you know how fish watches us on the. Uh, the big screen i've got the live chat and everything and a little wireless mouse over here because i can say like hey what's up doug no doug so would be the better yeah typically we'll have the tv set up what it's set up right now actually but the volume is down <clears throat> yeah well i have the tv set up with an old device uh an old android by the way yeah you're an android guy uh, i used to be until my wife made me convert it keeps the calendar and the uh, the kids' schedules sure clean and clear for me. But um, but uh, yeah, I'll have the one device, you know, mirrored up on the TV so I can watch you guys, and then I'll have my uh, my, my my current cell phone in hand. So nice. Looking all kinds of you know nasty comments and things to you know. <laughs> I think if we have so we have a not only is our calendar synced up like I put something on the calendar, it hops onto her phone. But the same with the grocery list. That's cool. Uh, if I put something on a grocery list, it goes to her and vice versa. Oh, that's without those, without those two things, I think we'd be divorced. <laughs> right? Wait, Mr. Steve, are you? Just, you would just be rumbling. Are you not a co? Are you the non-coconut guy? I am the non-coconut guy. Yeah. So shit. Just have coconut. I'm not big yeah. on coconut either. Yeah, well, check it out. This is uh, <clears throat> this is uh, enjoy. So one of my favorite chocolatey treats is a. Um, Almond Joy, and that's what they're going for here. <clears throat> almond. Um, I saw the almond cocoa nibs. Cocoa nibs and and coconut. So we'll see, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just I I thought I was really excited about it, and I, they definitely do good stout. So let's see I'll, how I'll it goes. Try anything twice. <laughs> yeah, I'm not big on coconut either. I feel like I'm drinking suntan oil. Right? Yeah. I could see that. There's some things, man. All right, so weird story, but um, this lady that I worked with, she used to have a farm, and she would make goat milk soap, I think is what it was. So it was, like, super, like, crafty, and she would sell it, like, crazy, actually, like, online and at, like, um, what do you call them things, like, farmer's markets and all that stuff. But she would put stuff in them, like, rosemary and... Um, Whatever, you know what I mean? Like different like seasonings and herbs or whatever to give it this like aroma. But then like all of a sudden it completely turned me off to eating whatever that seasoning was because it just reminded me of the soap I was using every day. You know what I mean? So it's so weird how, that, how those things can happen. You can have those like uh, your brain just changes like what that scent means. And you, you know what I mean? That's a good diet tip. Like, I should start making mm. soap out of, like, steak and donuts, <laughs> and then I would not eat steak and donuts, maybe. Right. Yeah. Not the steak. <clears throat> That's healthy. Yeah, we had a oh, steak yeah. night up in uh, up in Maine, uh, Nathan and I. My dad doesn't eat meat, but... um. Was it moose? No, no, we did steaks. We, we brought steaks from the grocery store, and um, I did a couple ribeyes, and, you know, it was cool just grilling stuff up, and so then on the way back, right, from Maine... I, w I was trying to make it at least into Connecticut because I'm trying to get all the way back down here to Delaware. So I get to Connecticut. We drive like, I don't know, maybe four and a half hours. But on the way, I stopped at Treehouse. And I've been to Treehouse, um, I don't know, 800 times during the pandemic. 
And it's been amazing <laughs> because um, this drive-through service that they have that you can just pull up and show your order number on the window. You know, you put it up on the window and they radio it in and five minutes later, somebody comes out with your stuff and they, they put, you know, they bring it out. You just load it in your car and you're gone. So I pull up this time and it's open. And like, I talk to the guys you're pulling in and he goes, just park and bring your order number in. And I'm like, holy crap. I can't believe this is like legit. But there was people actually out on the lawn, like drinking and it was open again. The bar is huge and it wasn't both of them, but they had like a new section opened up. That was a big bar. But it seemed like it was a slightly less efficient than normal where I went in, ordered my or I had already ordered my stuff that morning, but I gave my order number and it was only like three cases. But like, you know, it took them a long time to bring it out. But and it feels weird, right? And it feels weird because now there's less masks, right? There's less social distance encouraging, right? So it's starting to feel weird, right? When they open up. Yeah, agree? it is for sure. We went to the new Iron Hill location oh, in yeah. Exton, and that was the first place I've been into where the employees didn't have to wear masks. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been to restaurants, you, you wear your mask, you sit down, but this was, like, nobody had masks on, and it was it was a little weird. I'm it's fine different. with it, but it was still, it was like, whoa, yeah. I see faces. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I went to the food store two days ago, and I walked in with the mask on, you know. I'm looking around, looking around. You know, like that guy's not wearing a mask. Well, that employee's not wearing a mask. This is why I got the shot. Right. Off yeah. The mask. <laughs> right away. I yeah. had the same thing today, man. I went out to the <clears throat> store and I've got my neck gaiter. So it's on my neck and I'm walking into the store. And the thing on the door says, um, you know, masks are uh, recommended or, or um, as long as you're or if, if you're not vaccinated wherever so i'm like all right i'm vaccinated i'm good so i don't put it on and i walk in and i see somebody not wearing one somebody not wearing one and i'm good and then i go down the aisle and like i see an employee wearing one and i see somebody else wearing one and i'm like geez like what so then i feel weird and i'm like i I like pulled it up and then i'm like no i don't need to and i pull it back down and then it was like very indecisive because like i don't i don't i don't know i still feel uncomfortable i i feel more it's weird but i feel like i'm more comfortable wearing a mask into a store than not and it's it weird a, that we've gotten we that for a year. we did it for over a year it's yeah. gonna take a couple right i know a couple to get used to i know it's just it's it's different it, it's it's just weird and i i really don't want like somebody to i guess like uh you know um i don't know i just i don't want to be like that guy that like goes in unmasked somewhere and it's like is the only one that's there and whatever i don't know that kind of happened to me at work we lifted our mask mandate at work for if you were fully vaccinated i went in the first day that the that after the email came out and nobody was maskless and i was like i threw one on because i was like did i read that did i read the date wrong did i do i have the wrong date yeah i run up to my office and i i I click in i'm like no, I'm okay. Like, I literally had to go, like, all right, I'm okay. Like, just do it. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Right. Yeah, it's weird, man. There's a lot of places, like, I don't know, there's a restaurant down here, but it's it's open air, and no, they're just, like, they actually posted online, like, leave your masks at home and come out and see us, which I thought was kind of interesting for them to just be, like, throw that out there. But it, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Right. I don't know. I, to me, the weirder thing is seeing sports events that are just packed, like the Sixers yeah. last night. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I have not watched a minute of the Sixers in, like, probably the entire, you know, Joel Embiid era. Right? Wow. Un, really? Un, yeah, like, like almost nothing until, like, this season – I've just for some reason caught a couple games and I caught I don't know if it was game one or game two and then I actually like went out of my way to watch uh game five last was that game five last night? Yes. Yeah. Yep. But like I, I actually went out of my way to watch it and it's funny 
and I don't know how you guys will feel about it, but me being somebody who's like new to being like, I'm such a fair weather fan or whatever you want to call it. I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm just now starting to learn the players and everything like that. Like, I think I told you maybe like six months ago, Mr. Steve, I was like, Yo, what is Dwight Howard doing on the Sixers? Like, isn't he still a superstar? Like, I, I don't know. I'm so like out of the loop, but, um, I, I, I just watch, Ben Simmons at the line, like, how are you in the NBA? Like, how does somebody pay somebody like they're a primetime player when they can't do anything but pass and layups? And is that enough? Well, he does more than that. He's probably going to be your defensive player of the year. If not, he'll be the runner-up. So he's plus, plus, plus defensive player. Because you think about people also, like Shaq, where they're like the big man down low, and they could he couldn't shoot free throws, and that's the last time I watched basketball. But you know, Shaq obviously not hitting free throws, but like you know what you got with him because he was, you know, a force or whatever you want to call it, on the, um, you know, on the uh, on the on the court. You can also take Ben and put him in any starting spot on the court. Okay. Last night, I think, last night, I think he, start, he started at center. Last he night. started at the five. Right. <clears throat> Which is, you know, for his size, he, he's like Joel. For his size, he's got the talent. He's got some ball handling. He can do anything from everywhere. Except, oddly enough, Joel can shoot better than him. <laughs> for the that's what, that's what makes him a killer, his right. free throws. The fact that Joel can shoot 82, 85, I don't know what his it's crazy, right? ended up being, but that's crazy. But, yeah, I mean, Joel didn't play last night, but it was so interesting. What is that, Tonewood? Yes. Nice. But, TDH, Fuego. It was nice. Hey, I shut that off for a second. I'll turn it back on when we're done. But uh, are they? I, I turned on. Who cares? Taylor's not here. That's going to completely confuse somebody that's just listening on the podcast. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, sorry. What the heck was John talking about? Yeah, no, the, the wife turned on the AC, and I was worried about the background noise, but uh, it's hot in here. The yeah, girls are going do? to bed, and it's hot in their room. So. You, got, you got that Lasco fan. You'll be fine. Delaware. I'm telling you. That's because I, 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 I put it out here for whatever, guys working, but um, that thing is the best at night. Just turn that thing on and oscillating and moving all that air. So my Ben Simmons feelings are if he can get his free throws up to 75%. Yeah. If he makes 75%, I'm fine. Don't shoot the three. I don't care. Yeah. Do everything else. Make make some better free throws. And, and, I'll, and a coach no, needs to figure out how to use the rest of his skills, which is everything but shooting jump shots. He can still yeah. get to the rim. He can still finish at the rim. A coach has to be able to figure out mix of players right. and what their skills are and how to make Ben make them better. Yeah, the best is in transition. He can take it to the rim yeah. strong enough and, 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 and still get that shot off no matter who's trying to defend him. I noticed he, that a he just, lot. He's just so big. Yeah, it's crazy. Just, like, he just gets the... He's, he's huge. Yeah, he gets the jump on people. He's way up court. And, um, yeah, it, it's crazy. And even even not when it's just, like, you know, normal pace or whatever and defense is set. And it was, it was really cool just watching him find lanes or whatever and get, get that spot, get that layup, whatever it is. But... He, he, I mean, it was impressive, and then I'm like, man, I can't believe this guy can't shoot, or like anytime he's like out of a perimeter, I'm like, well, that's not going to work. And then finally, um, you know, they end up like, you know, you look at it, and he's like, oh, he's got how many points? Like, he's making it happen one way or another. Right. I don't he's know. Got the last, the last got the assist. Was points in the first quarter, but he just kept, you know, doing being Ben last yeah. quarters and, and racked up all the assists and everything to get that triple-double. But uh, last night, last night's game was a great team effort game. Yeah, bench the bench came out and showed up. You know, Max Maxie. and Corkmoss. Yeah, um, I think somebody else had like double digit points last night. Dwight Howard made his free throws. 
Dwight was hitting, and Dwight wasn't getting called for <laughs> yeah. There was some stuff going down where I was like, really? Nothing? There was, was like seven was hands, getting... you know, flopping around and, and no no whistles. And I was like, okay, like they're letting them play. Yeah, third quarter's getting really, really uh, snippy. Yeah. Westbrook was really. Did you really see that clip? That at home, too. And I didn't really do a lot of fishing. Yeah, I didn't see, like, what actually happened, but did you see him losing his shit in the, in the tunnel? Like, I think at halftime or something, yeah. like a fan dumped popcorn on him as he was walking through, and he started losing his shit, and they had, like, all security holding him back. Like, he that was, was trying to get back in the tunnel. Two? Oh, game was two. it? Was it two? I thought it was yeah. this one. They, they played the clip, and I was like, did that just happen at halftime? And then no, they that started talking. Two. Okay, so that, that's how much. That game. <clears throat> was it, wait, was it game one? I think it was one. It was one or two. It was because definitely. It, it definitely right, wasn't last night. I thought like it happened the same weekend of the. Um, what was the first incident? The first fan incident. It wasn't a spitting, was it? It was something else. I don't remember. It? Yeah, they made. I don't know. So I, I don't know because I thought they made it seem like it had just happened and whatever. But yeah, the. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the chanting man. They, they were saying that about the refs too. Like you know, they're they're dealing. They, you know, they haven't had to deal with that in a while. The refs were all over the place last. Yeah, right. Crazy. But uh, so, Mr. Steve, how do you th- feel about the stout? It's not my favorite. The coconut is coming through on me a little bit. It's not over the top, super coconut in your face, but it's still there for me. If if this was my untapped, I wouldn't rate it because I know it's not my jam. Yeah, you, you know I'm I'm kind of feeling like it's um, it's weird because it's got this big heavy body at first, and then it kind of thins out. So like, I feel like maybe it's it's one of those stouts that I would normally would say is thin, but maybe with the adjuncts, it's giving it this you know perceived body. I don't know, but like. Nine percent though. It's got some girth. Yeah, there. yeah, it does. It just I don't know. There's something about the way it finishes. It's a little thin, but it's got a lot of flavors there that I like. Um, you know, it, it almost reminds me of a milk stout. There's almost like a creaminess to it, but I don't think it is. I thought. Oh, it's got it lactose. Does, it That's does what have it is. lactose. Yeah, I was about to say. I thought it had. Yeah, lactose candy bar imperial pastry stout with lactose. I would like to taste the base of this before the adjuncts just to see what it would Yeah, like. that'd be interesting. Well, I don't know. I'm hoping maybe we can pull off at some point, maybe if you and I had the opportunity to go on site and we could do an on site um, recording would be cool. Uh, if not, we can do one remote too. But um, the marketing lady, she wants to get the brewer on and they're excited to get the word out. So I'm looking forward to it. Maybe on my way to Ocean City, Maryland at the end of July, we can. Make it make it happen. Figure that out. Maybe. That would be sweet. Now, is this a marketed to be like an almond joy? Yes. And if, if yes. so, how do you rate it against an almond joy? It doesn't. It doesn't taste like. It doesn't completely taste like an almond joy to me. A lot of those flavors are there, but you know, it just doesn't hit the same way. I don't really know how to exactly to explain it, but. I would never eat an almond joy unless somebody tricked me into saying it was something else. <laughs> so I cannot comment. It's got a lot of the flavors there. You can kind of get, you know, there's definitely almond. There's definitely coconut. There's definitely chocolate, but there's also this roastiness from the stout that doesn't belong with the almond joy that kind of mixes things up. So, like, you know, I don't know if you would drink this and go almond joy, you know? I feel like I've seen your kids run that way. No, that way. But I've never seen them come the other way. It's like a Benny Hill skit. They just keep going in the same board. I don't, I don't know what's going on because I, th- I think while we started this, Robin put them to bed. I think, so I don't know if they keep going on, going up, like waking or getting up and then going into her room and then coming back or whatever. But it didn't take. No. Oh, oh wait, there, there goes one. There she goes. The spitting was the same night Mario said. Yes, I think that was the same night. The popcorn happened, and then the spit in New York happened at Trey Young. And then in Washington, the guy tried to run onto the court. I don't know what that guy was thinking he was going to do. And Dwight Howard just stood over him like, go ahead, get up. Get up, right. Get up, go ahead, get up. (laughs) Right. 
All right. Look, no, was we, that four? Four? Three? That's four. It was in Washington. It was either three or four. I know yeah. it was in Washington. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up soon because we want to try to keep it to an hour tonight. But uh, I saw an interesting um, post, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion. All right, if you are a burglar, but you can only steal things that mildly inconvenience your victims, what are you taking? Mildly inconvenience. Yeah. So, like the example here is, I'm stealing the plate that goes in the microwave. Okay, that's a good one. So I'm kind of curious. Uh, I don't know. I, I just kind of saw it on my phone there. I screenshotted it because I wanted to talk about it. But uh, like, COVID, I would have said toilet paper. That, yeah, that's, that's a good more one. than mild. <laughs> that is more than mild. Just like, you know, when, when you just reach over and you're like, oh, it's it's just the roll. And then you like try to get into the cabinet also How? without getting up. And then you're like, wait, there's nothing there. What do I do here? Let me. What's my next move? How about the refrigerator light? That sucks. That's a good one. That's annoying. a really good one. Because then you're like, is the power out? Wait, let me check a clock. Yeah. What's going on here? Is it, is it still cold? And yeah. grab is, <laughs> is this cold? I don't know if it's cold or not. That's a really good one. Op- the bottle cap opener. I don't know. I, I do that like three times a year. And I usually use spoons now. Oh. Brett got me okay. into using spoons because um, we we're, we keep bottle caps. I like save them because between I think Brett and a couple other people that that want them for projects. So I started using the back like a fork or a spoon, but just the back end of it to pop it off without bending right it. Off. Yeah. yeah, just stretch out the the edges of it. Robin told me this thing like. Uh, there's there it was another like meme like that or whatever you want to call it but it's not hell it's heck and all that heck is is like a super inconvenience like anytime that you go to plug a usb into something like you have to it takes you six turns Like you like try to plug the usb in and it doesn't fit so you turn it over (laughs) and then it doesn't fit again and you turn it over again and it still doesn't fit but I was kind of thinking that too, like you know, um, if like you had the cable but not like the charge box, that would be something to steal out of somebody's houses. And you're like, what? What do I do? Like, I gotta find a place to plug this in. John said the TV remote. I think that might be too much. I think you might have to just like just take the eight. No, just take one battery. So like I'll when they're the not batteries. working, yeah. <laughs> they take the so back funny. off and they're like, what the f? Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right, guys, what do you think? You want to call it? We gotta, we gotta do toast of the week. Oh shit! How do I ah. not remember my own show? All right, we don't even have a toast of the week sounder. Toast of the week. Toast of the week. Toast of the week. Thanks, Taylor. All right, um, you go ahead, Mr. Steve. I'm gonna think about it for a second. I'm giving it up to. Uh, I alluded to it earlier, Mr. Glenn Doc Rivers. I really oh. think that. The way that he coaches Tobias and the rest of these guys to really get the most out of them is what got them to the number one seed this year, and I think it's what's going to hopefully push them through this Joel injury until uh, he returns. So, yeah. Glenn Doc Rivers. Doc. Post, oh, to, you, post to you. Fish, you got anything? <clears throat> I'm going to uh, – it's uh, – kind of a far stretch but i'm going to toast my neighbor for letting me watch the game last night at his house <laughs> nice because i don't have comcast and thank goodness after uh, this series comcast has no more games yeah All yeah right, right. Bri- hey brian <laughs> it's it took me a little bit to find nba tv or whatever it was on I, it took me a minute but i found it what's frustrating is that for me as a direct tv customer when i go to nba tv I can watch whatever other game I want to, but if the six, if Comcast has the game, it'll be on NBA TV as well. Okay. So when I click on NBA TV, it says this program is blacked out because you don't, you know, because of the copyrights, so and so, you know, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Owns the game, so I couldn't watch it. That's the most frustrating thing ever. Yeah, I believe it. So. Yeah. Um. My toast of the week is going to go to uh to, to my family on the uh, on my dad's side. The um, 
the the Wilcox family and everybody that has to do with taking care of this cottage that we have up in Maine. It's such a, a, a special place and it takes a lot of work and effort to, to keep it up and running. And, you know, that we they, they put up new railings on the deck. And like last couple years ago when I was there, they were putting in new windows and they did new siding. But anyway, there's just like so much work and upkeep that goes up to, to just be able to use it a week or two a year. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I feel like our family, like my, my immediate family is so lucky to have the opportunity to do that. So like my great, great grandfather or whatever it was that, that, you know, helped build this place or put it together or whatever, uh, toast to that guy, you know, for, for, you know, giving something like that to our, our family to be able to use. So cheers to that. It, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, your toast real quick, but it, it the I don't I don't know exactly how it works, but the way it's set up is there can never be like a real estate battle. Nobody can can try to fight for it or whatever, because like if, if it ever gets sold, then it's like written in like something. It's it's set up as like a charity or something like that. So all of the money that, that would sell from it would go to somebody. So if, if, if finally it ever got to the point where nobody wanted to use it. And they sold it. Nobody could get the money from it. It's just like being passed down, passed down. You have to pay mm-hmm. to like upkeep and and things like that. But you know, nobody can ever make money off of it. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Just kind of there. So my brother's wife's family has a similar situation up in central Pennsylvania, northern central Pennsylvania, with a cabin. It's a group. I don't know how it works, but it's something yeah. like that where you know it's it's it's. It's a give and take kind of thing. A yeah. People, some family, not so family, but it's a it's a neat situation. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's cool stuff. I don't know. Feeling uh, feeling extra blessed this week, man. Like the the way that that you know the wife, how hard she works and whatever the, the how lucky I am with my job to be able to like rack up all these points and we were able to just have a fantastic week so far. Just bouncing around and spending the night in this hotel and going to Maine and spending the night this hotel and going out to eat and coming down here and we just did a um kind of like a boil we did uh shrimp um sausage potatoes corn on the cob mussels old bay butter you know what I mean the whole thing steamed it up and uh yeah butter yeah butter so having a good time I'm doing something crazy tomorrow. What are you doing? I'm going to the movie theater. What? Nice. Yeah. Are you scared? Is that that movie tavern thing you guys have? Uh, well, there is a movie tavern, but we're going to the Regal, the old uh, Downing Town. Yeah. Regal. What are you guys going to see? Our, uh, we're going to see that uh, Cruella. In the Heights? What? No. guess not. No, not In the Heights. Cruella. Cruella. Okay. I'm excited for In the Heights. I actually listened to, uh, on this long road trip adventure of mine, I listened to the entirety of Hamilton. And, uh, you know, love that shit. But uh, I'm excited for In the Heights, I think, comes out in the next week or two on HBO Max. I don't know if it's coming out in theaters or just straight to HBO Max, but let me know about Cruella. I mean, I don't know if it's good enough for my kids, but my kids just in the last month watched uh 101 Dalmatians. I will let you know. I feel like it might be just a little above yeah, their Yeah, probably. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, some of those movies that are coming out that are, you know, the old cartoons now revamped for the, uh, you know, uh, real life persons they, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, the live action. You they know, can be intense. doing well. You know, I hate to say it, but I really liked, what was the one with Angelina Jolie? Uh, Maleficent. I thought that was really good. I didn't see that. I didn't see that one. Yeah, I'll have to, pretty, I'll have to I watch it was really that one. Good, good it stuff. Was pretty good. Yeah. So. Well, let's see. Um, I don't know. I guess we've got two weeks. I'm going to be in South Dakota that week, so hopefully we can. Uh, we Whoa. can. When I come back on that Thursday. South Dakota. Yeah, I know. What the hell's in South Dakota? Work. I got a work job, but I'm going to be in South Dakota. But I'm coming home that Thursday morning, so I'm hoping I can land in time for us to do a podcast. But. We'll see. I might have to use that that vacation card then, maybe. But Sometimes we'll see. The national parks. Yeah, 
Yeah, I know. I'm I'm really excited. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's gonna be pretty. I don't know. Is uh Sturgis is that North Carolina or South or South Dakota? North Dakota, South Dakota. I don't Dakotas. know. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I don't know. What do you guys think? Gonna wrap it up? Do it. Is Sturgis is in South Dakota, so that's where you can go. Alright, well maybe I'll check that out. Alright guys, well hey, if you took the time to hang out with us, uh, we really appreciate you. Make sure you check out mbnnetwork.com. Look us up, rate us, uh, follow us on YouTube. That's a big deal to us. But um, thank you much, thank you so much for watching, for listening, for hanging out with us. Fish, happy birthday to you. Big birthday. Um, enjoy, Mr. Steve. You're the best. Uh, make sure you go through our comments and look for that, um, that GoFundMe for Jeff Norman's sister. Uh, that would be a huge help. Just whatever you can, donate a couple bucks. But uh, ALS research, you know, and, and, and helping them out, uh, that would be a huge deal. I'm so excited for Kenneth Brewfest, October 2nd. So that's going to be huge. Uh, I can't wait to do that again. That's always a good time. But anyway, guys, if you took the time to hang out, we really appreciate you. And we will see you next time.